Jake from State Farm here, hanging out with Mel's Mow and Grow. Mel chose State Farm for small business insurance because his local agent is a small business owner too. So she knew how to help him personalize his policies. And now he's rolling in the green. Like a like a good neighbor. Guys, I'm trying to do the line. Oh, sorry, Jake. It's all good. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to an agent today. Thanks to Pine Cove Summer Camps for supporting the happy hour with Jamie Ivy. You guys, the Ivy kids are going to camp. They love Pine Cove. We have been sending our kids to Pine Cove for years and years and years. And here's why. Because we trust Pine Cove. We trust their counselors. We trust their mission. And it is such a fun experience for my kids. Check out pinecove.com and use the code HAPPYHOUR250 for $250 off a first-time overnight youth camp registration. That's pinecove.com. Use the code HAPPYHOUR250. Hey friends, and welcome to the Happy Hour with Jamie Ivy podcast. I'm your host, Jamie, and I'm so glad you're here. Each week on this show, I invite a friend to join me, and we chat about the big things in life, the little things in life, and everything in between. Hey friends and welcome to the Happy Hour with Jamie Ivy. I'm your host Jamie and today we have a great show about someone who was dreaming really big dreams and chasing those dreams and what that felt like. If you're like me, a lot of times we have things and we have dreams and we have ideas and we have the things but we feel scared. And so today my friend Tiffany Daniels is going to talk about what it feels like to go forward even in that fear. My friend Tiffany, she is the founder and director of Therefore Teen Gathering. She has a passion to see the hearts of high school girls transformed by the gospel. Since 2016, God has used Therefore Teen Gatherings, 11 conferences, you heard that, 11 conferences, nine in the U.S., two in Rwanda, to reach tens of thousands of girls in all 50 states and upwards of 30 countries worldwide via live stream, which 2020 took us all into the live stream world. Tiffany, uh, she lives in Texas. Her husband's a pastor. She's got three grown children and two grandchildren. And I love Tiffany so much for a lot of reasons. Number one, she's a phenomenal friend to me. And you'll hear me tell her that today on the show. But I love Tiffany because she didn't think, man, you know what? I've passed the stage of chasing new dreams. She didn't think that her age was a problem. And Tiffany's not old by any means. But there's this idea sometimes, and we talk about this today in the show, and the day we recorded was her birthday. So that was super fun. But sometimes there's this idea that, man, I've passed the age of chasing new dreams. And Tiffany is such a mentor to me in that way and an example of that. And Tiffany just has this beautiful passion for wanting to see the next generation of teen girls really, really fall in love with Jesus. And she does that really well. Um, Therefore Conference is a conference I've been a part of for a handful of years. It's a conference that I'll say yes to as long as she'll ask me because I truly, truly believe in it. It takes place in Fort Worth, Texas. The conference this year is February 24th and 25th in Fort Worth, Texas. Now that's a month away. And I know that not all of you can make plans to get there. But if you have a teen girl, if you run a student ministry, if you mentor teen girls, if you are a teen girl that is listening to my podcast, I would love for you to find a way to get your girls there. In fact, I love it so much that today on my Instagram, we have a giveaway. We're giving away a bunch of tickets to this conference. So I want you to think about could you make it? Go to my Instagram. It's at Jamie Ivy, And we're going to be giving away some tickets over the weekend. And we would love, love, love more than anything to see you and your girls at this conference. If you're already planning to go to the conference, 
come by and say hi uh, because I will be there. If you want more information, find them online. It's there and then the number four gathering.com. That's there, the number four gathering.com. All right, you guys, here is my friend, Tiffany Daniels. Tiffany, welcome to the happy hour. It's so great to be here, Jamie. I'm excited to have you on. I can't believe it's like you haven't been on the show yet. I'm looking forward to it. Okay, so introduce yourself to everybody. Tiffany Daniels. I am married to a pastor, been married 33 years. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, I have three grown kids. They're spread out between Seattle, Nashville, and Fort Worth. And two little grandkids. Where are the grandkids? They're in Fort Worth. Okay, They're close good. to me, I was which is ask. awesome. <laughs> that's yeah. the best. That's yeah. the best. And you lead a ministry that's near and dear to my heart. Tell us about the ministry you lead. Sure. I have been leading Therefore Gathering for eight years now. And it is a, a conference we do every February in Fort Worth. We've also taken it to Rwanda twice, and we'll be heading back to Uganda this coming summer and done a couple mini conferences in D.C., how many have you done in D.C.? Two, well, two. Those two that you were with me. Oh, wait, I was like, I've been to one. <laughs> well, they were. we did That's we right. did two. That's right. For two different groups of girls. Oh, my gosh. So I know. That was during COVID. That was crazy. That was crazy during COVID. Yeah. And the girls that came. I mean, it was like the first thing they had been to. Yeah, yeah. Because they had not been back in school yet. Yep. It was really, really awesome. Yeah. And story, my daughter came with me. I know. That was so sweet. I, I asked her this year if she wanted to come to there for... We have a church event the same weekend. It happens every year. Uh, and she's like, I've already been to there for, remember? And I was like, oh, yeah, but this is different. This is different. So, um, Tiffany, I'm glad you're here. I was thinking this morning when I was going to interview you, which you're my first interview of the year. I'm so Yay. excited. But I was like, when and how mm. did we meet? And I don't know the answer to that. Okay, we kept being in the same like location over and over at, in Fort Worth at that benefit lunch. It, we just showed up and we're like, oh, you're here, you're here. And finally, I think... Do we have a mutual friend? We have lots of mutual friends. I mean, friends. now yeah, I know that, yeah. but at that Melissa point... Melissa Ice, um, okay, I think, yeah, at uh-huh. the net. We met there. We sat next to each other. We didn't really know each other. I helped you adjust at your microphone. At that conference that I spoke at. <laughs> yes. Yeah, well, yes. it wasn't a conference. It was yeah. a benefit, benefit lunch. lunch. Yeah, yeah. And so I think that's... This is so weird. I had on a red dress. Yep. You remember remember that. I remember. Um, Yeah. And the rest is history. You helped me adjust my mic. Yeah, I did. Because it was like probably attached Uh to my bra or something. Yep, exactly. This is so Jamie Ivy. Like I meet you. We don't know each other. And I'm like, hey, can you reach back in my dress and mess with my bra? Yep. This is how I did my life. Yes. And now we've been friends for a long time. That's fun. Well, what I think when I think about you, here's what I think about. I think about someone who is a pursuer. In like the best way possible. Mm. Like I speak at conferences. It's part of my job. I love it so much. Um, The weird thing about being someone who goes in and speaks and preaches and teaches to people that you probably will never see again, you know, that's a part of it, um, is there's this beautiful thing that happens usually on a weekend and hopefully you connect to the people putting it on and hopefully it goes well. That's usually like nine out of ten times, right? But there's two events in my life that I will always say yes to. I've told you this. And one of them is there for. And one of the main reasons is because you take Therefore Weekend and your speakers and you actually were like, I want to invest in you mm-hmm. and I want to believe in you. And there probably I can count on less than one hand mm-hmm. the amount of people in my life that I know if they tell me they're praying for me, they literally are. And you are one of them. Thank you. It's a privilege. And I think relationship is so important in God's economy, you know, and I love that 
that we get to do it together. And this is, I mean, I'm not ever leaving you. So there you go. I got, I got choked up I there because I just really do feel loved and pursued by you Thank in you. so many ways. Okay, let's talk about Therefore. Yeah. Um, I'm a mom to a teen daughter story. She's been on the show before, which was so fun. Um, and you have a conference that's geared just for teen girls. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to hear the origin story of Therefore yeah. and why and when and all the things. Yeah, so um, my teen daughter, when she was a teen, uh, she's 23 now. So walking through her teen years and really honestly, Jamie, there were some challenging things that happened in her life and her peer group. And I felt like I got to see behind the curtain Mm -hmm. of how challenging it can be. And it was to be a teen in today's culture. Um, So I ended up uh, I found I heard about a conference that was happening for I think for six to 12th grade girls at the time and I kind of did you know Hail Mary I'm taking you here and you're gonna hear from someone uh, other than your mother about what God says about mm-hmm. you know being your identity and being a teenager and the things that you're struggling with and um, I went to that. It was pivotal in her spiritual life. Wow. We walked away and I said, I am bringing back all the girls that I've discipled that are in my student ministry. I'm, I'm committed. I'm from here on out. And unbeknownst to me, that was the last year that they did that event. So I was heartbroken. And I was like, how? I just found this. And this was so significant in my daughter's life. So literally for two years after that, I looked around for something similar to that and asked my friends and told my friends, y'all, somebody needs to start a conference for high somebody school girls. Needs somebody to. <laughs> needs to do this. Like there's nothing out there. And now I'm thinking specifically ninth through 12th grade girls. Yeah. And um, I was at If Gathering in 2015 and um Jenny was speaking something from the stage, you know, directly to me, of course. Obviously. Like, where is God calling you that you're afraid to go? Mm-hmm. And I knew at that moment that God was impressing on my heart, Tiffany Daniels, stop looking around for mm-hmm. somebody else to do this. I am calling you to step out and launch a conference for high school girls. And I mean, that's the crazy. That's how it happened. And that was in 2015. Mm-hmm. And here we are. And so I go back home. And I literally was sitting in my living room with like nine of my best friends. And I spoke the words like, I'm starting a conference for high school girls. Like if who's with me, like I'm jumping, I've got to jump just out of sheer obedience. And they're like, we don't know where you're going, but we'll go with you. And I mean, that's how it started. That is so crazy. You guys in January of 2024, I made a commitment to myself. I wanted to get stronger, which meant I needed to get in the gym, which means I needed to move my body in different ways. You guys know I love to walk. Well, it's spring and spring is the best time for us to start a new workout routine. It's our yearly collective warm up, and Peloton is here for everyone's yearly warm up. This is the best time to get into a good rhythm, to tap into your power and build towards your summer you. I love my Peloton. It accommodates to my schedule with a variety of class links to choose from. I can choose a 30-minute class. I can choose a 45-minute class. If you only have five minutes, there's literally a class to get you moving your body in five minutes. Peloton has a range of class types fit for every goal and every mood. There are classes if you want to hear country music, if you want to hear uh, rock, if you want to go back to the 80s. If you can't run, take a walking class. Need some grounding? Try yoga. If you want to level up, go for their Pilates or HIIT workouts. 
here's what I love is that you can move at your own pace. And that is what I'm learning that my body needs right now. It needs to move at its own pace. Peloton makes the process easier with personalized recommendations and guided programs that take all the guesswork out of working out. You guys, we think about so many things during the day. Let's take the guesswork out. Let's jump right in and let's keep our fitness journey fresh every single day. Peloton has everything you need to get you where you're going. Whether you prefer to run outdoors, row or ride at home, or strength train at the gym, Peloton has something for you. I personally love a good 45-minute hip-hop class. It gets me moving. It gets me excited. It's my favorite genre of music, just ask my kids. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. That's OnePeloton.com. And if you don't know it, guys, I'm a Texas girl through and through. I've lived here most of my life. I was born here and I love traveling. Here's why I love traveling throughout Texas, because it has a vast landscape of cultures, regions, destinations, and activities, which means there's an infinite number of different travel experiences. And no two travelers are exactly alike. And it means that no two trips should be either. If you're a beach person, well, you can have fun under the sun with Texas's 350 miles of coastline. If you're more of a rugged vacation type, there are campgrounds, hiking trails, and state parks galore. And foodies cannot get enough of Texas's world famous barbecue and Tex-Mex. Enjoy live music, visit internationally recognized art museums, and check out thrilling cowboy experiences. And now, Travel Texas offers a -a one-of-a-kind online trip builder that allows users to generate a custom, visually-led trip matched to their unique interests. Guys, come visit my state. Visit TravelTexas.com slash GetYourOwn to get the only trip to Texas that matters. Yours. That's TravelTexas.com slash GetYourOwn. Yeah. Okay. So I, I want to backtrack here just sure. for a minute. And first of all, I need to say happy birthday. Thank the you. The day we're recording, today's your birthday. You told me I can ask you this yeah. for the whole world to know. How old are you? We're going there, huh? We're going there. I'm 58. Is that hard to say? A little bit because okay. I don't feel 58. I Yeah. Whatever 58 is, yeah. Tiffany yeah. Daniels does not yeah. scream it. Yeah. The reason I ask that is because you were not starting a conference for teen girls in your 30s no you were starting a conference for teen girls in what some people would say you're past the time of starting something yeah which i really disagree with um you know what i just found out Hmm. that barbara walters was 68 when she started the view wow she just passed away yeah she was 68 when she started the view you know yeah that has stuck with me so much yeah um, Jackie Hill Perry and I just had a yes. conference, a, a conversation a couple of weeks ago. We talked about age, yep. and I had another friend that started something. And I'm just like, God is putting something on me. I know of thinking this way, and so now I'm sitting here with you, and I'm just like, you started this at a time when people were saying it's time for me to rest. Right, right. I know. And so, can we talk about that yeah, for a minute? For because sure. two things I think women sometimes struggle with, either in their 30s. This is a big thing I hear from women in their 30s. They're like, I want to be doing something bigger. Like, I'm not doing enough. And now as a 45-year-old mm-hmm. and you as a 58-year-old want to go, wait, the best is ahead. Yeah. Like, hold on. Yeah. Or women, 50, 55, 58, go, I'm too old. What should I be doing? You're never too old. Did I, you fall into either one of those categories? I, I think so. I mean, I feel like I was building. God was building something in me and using all of those decades before I turned 50 so that I could do what he called me to do and assigned me to do when I turned 50, right? So good. Yeah. Did you feel that then though? Or do you look back and see that? So I look back for sure. 
Um, I've always I'm a pastor's wife, and I feel like I've always kind of like stayed in the shadows. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge like cheerleader for my husband, support my home is a haven, but I'm not one to jump out in front and lead something. And yet, <laughs> God said, well, here you go. Yeah. And yet, he didn't waste any of that hmm. uh, time that he was pouring into me and building the experiences. I feel like I have all these buckets of experience now that he's using for me to lead. Hmm. It's almost like nothing's wasted. Nothing's wasted. Which, I, I remember I was, I'm doing some work for a book I'm working on, and I was listening to an old podcast, and it was with Beth Moore, and she talked about how... Um, even hard things in life. She doesn't want to say, I'd rather, I want to do that again. But she looked back and say, God used it for something. And I think that's what we can look at here and just say like, man, you look back on your life and go, this is what you're preparing me for. Mm -hmm. Now, when I go to that 2015 if gathering, I was probably, I was been at everyone. I was there. Um, You hear from God. Mm -hmm. It's not somebody, it's you, Tiffany. You go home, you're processing this. You tell your friends, this is what I want to do. I want to talk about you hearing from God that Mm -hmm. this is okay. Because I think a lot of times people think to themselves, I can't hear from God. I'm not hearing from God. God's not talking to me. Does he see me? Does he Mm -hmm. care about what Mm -hmm. what my dreams are? Mm -hmm. And so can you talk about that part of that journey of you really going, I think God's telling me to do this. Jamie, I think... It is our posture in being able to really listen to the Lord. I think um, if we posture ourselves in the Word with people around us that are speaking God's truth over us, that we're being challenged by, that we're you know walking with um, in life, and and we're intentionally leaving time to be still and to listen to the Lord, then whatever He tells us mm-hmm. or impresses on our hearts. We're ready to receive it. Um, I, yeah, I think so. The discipline of doing those things made me ready, if that mm-hmm. makes sense, mm-hmm. to hear and to not be afraid. Even though it, it might have been really scary, it was really scary yeah. at the time to go. What in the world? Like, I don't know how to lead a conference. I don't know how to start and book talent. I mean, I knew none of that, and yet God said, "That's okay." You know, I've gone ahead of you, and I've been working in you, and I'm with you. Wow. And then you trusted him. And then I totally trusted him. And I jumped. I think... um, You literally... It's like you jumped out of an airplane. It was. It was. And I think that's what he's taught me. Like, I've seen enough of him now to know that my yes isn't a scary, God's not in it yet. He's there. He's Mm. already there. It's just he's going, come along with me for the ride. And what a ride. That's so good. How awesome to take those risks in our faith. When you just said like he's there with you, it's almost like we sometimes imagine God like on the other side of the world, on the other side of the hallway, on the other side of something saying, hey, come over here and walk towards me. But you just said God's like, hey, come on, I'm going to walk with Mm -hmm. you. And that feels so much better. Yeah, absolutely. When you were talking about hearing God's voice, Mm -hmm. I haven't thought about this in a really long time. When I was in middle school and high school, I ran competitive track. And I had a coach. His name was Coach Wilmington. Coach Wilmington was a very good coach. Um, And so I listened to him and I wanted to learn by him. And I remember I would be at track meets and there'd there'd be fans in the stand and races going on and an announcer. And it never failed. Wherever Coach Wilmington was, I always heard his mm-hmm. voice. And it's because I knew to listen for his voice. Mm-hmm. Like I heard his voice at practice every day. And yeah. that's the voice that was telling me what to do. Yeah. I knew to listen. And I've never really thought about that until just now of like I could hear his voice even among all of the noise. Yeah. 
because he had trained me and yes. I had trained myself to hear his voice. Uh-huh. That's kind of what you're saying. Absolutely. I think uh, Mark Batterson wrote a book. I think it's called something about whispering. But he talks about a whispering spot, like those places that we kind of tune our ears. Uh-huh. For me, it's in my garden, like being outside or it's running. Mm-hmm. I feel like I can really commune with God because I'm undistracted. Yeah. And so I think identifying those places where you know you are intent about listening to God's mm. voice. Mm. Do you listen to anything when you run? That's a totally side note. I listen to Jamie Ivy podcasts. <laughs> a lot of people listen to podcasts when of, they run. A lot of times I listen yeah. to podcasts or I have my own Spotify like worship list yeah. where I'm really if I'm really being prayerful about something and asking God for answers. Yeah. That is a holy time for me. Oh. It really is. I say that when I I used to be a runner, I'm a walker. Um, that when I'm walking in my neighborhood mm-hmm. is when I get so many ideas. Yes, yes. And even if I'm listening to a podcast, like I'll be, I think I can do many things at one time in my brain, which is good, but sometimes and bad yeah. sometimes. But I'll be listening to something and I'll pause it and I'll be like, oh my gosh, I'm going to chase this. Yeah. And then I usually send a Voxer to Lindsay and be like, here's my idea. You get it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and I hold that time super, I'm super protective of it. You told me about that. Yeah. We're going to run every day. Yeah. Yeah, run every day, every day, and I I have what I call the green zone. Uh-huh. We talked about yeah. this, like that early morning hours that are sacred to me. That I try not to let anything else interfere. I don't set meetings past X time. I what don't is take it calls. for you? Well, it's about six thirty to nine thirty. Okay, and I like this. that's my time in the Word, and that's my time running, and that's my time dreaming and writing and processing. So yeah. you and I talked about this yeah. in the fall, and um, I was expressing my lack of missing that time. Yeah, and um, I have made some changes. I would like for you to know when you, I went when I went through to set up my twenty twenty three calendar. Yep. I went through and put every morning seven to ten. Awesome. It says morning time. It's awesome. Now today we're recording on you know Wednesday the fourth, your birthday. Yeah, I will know that from now on. Um, and we've only been back at work for like two days. Yeah. And um, but this morning I had to be up here early because I had my confessional community. And so we're online mm-hmm. from seven to 10. Wow. So I got to work at 630. And I got up so early. And I literally was like, I like this. Yeah. This is great. I got I've gotten yeah. so much work done by 230. Yeah. yeah, no, it feels, um, good. it feels good. But okay, back to therefore, yeah, <clears throat> jumping out of the airplane, okay. going for it, all yeah. the things. I want to talk to you and ask you um, questions about fear and how you walk towards mm. that. Because you have a successful conference now. And so we're looking backwards. But there are a lot of people who are listening who I think they have that nudge, mm-hmm. you know, and this show comes out at the beginning of a year. Mm-hmm. A lot of times at the beginning of the year, people say, this is the year that I'm going to chase that dream. This is the year I'm going to do that. I saw Ann Voskamp just put up an Instagram post about how much she did last year, not in like a bragging, but mm-hmm. dreams she'd been chasing. Yeah. And so and her encouragement was like, chase it, just do, do it. it. Yeah. yeah. So it's easy for us to say that. But take me back to 2015, 16, 17. What did that feel like and how did you keep walking forward? So I think I had to say to myself, what is the worst thing that could happen? Ooh, what's your Enneagram number? I'm a two with a very strong wing three. Okay, I'm a six and I live in what's the worst thing. Okay. So call me next time. I'll tell you all the worst things that could possibly happen. But I'm, so I don't live in that world, you Uh know, but I'm kind of like, I'm the dreamer. I'm like, just chase after it, just do it. And if I fail, there will be something else that will fill that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, well, prayer, number one, and having a good support system around you that is just, you know, like uh, Aaron held up Moses' yeah. arm when he, he was weak. And, and um, getting to the place of 
surrender where it's not about me. I mean, at the end of the day, it's not about me. Mm-hmm. It's about the Lord and his glory and his renown. And so that, I think, take dispels some of the mm-hmm. fear or the fear of failure when if I'm walking with the Lord and I feel like I'm hearing his voice and he's with me, then what really do I have to fear? Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. You know, it makes me think um, there are so many times, though, when people think to themselves, failure would be the worst thing that could happen. Mm-hmm. And you just said, like, what would be, like, what if I fail? Okay. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Is that your personality? Oh, that's Because some people just got question. sweaty. Like, no, uh, failure would be the worst thing that could happen. I don't, I need to think about that. I mean, but failure's part of life, isn't it? I mean, yeah. don't I kind of fail all day, every day in yeah. some things, uh-huh. you know? Yeah. I, but a lot of people, when they're chasing a dream, though, they feel like that's public failure. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it makes me think of when I started my podcast in 2014. Yeah. So almost nine years ago. Yeah. Um, I didn't expect it to be where we are today. Yeah. So th- that's a little bit of like, that was good for me yeah. because I didn't, I wasn't as scared. Mm-hmm. Had I known what I'd be mm-hmm. doing today, I would have been so afraid. Um, same. Okay. Think, yeah. yeah same. Maybe that's a good thing. It's like, you don't know what you don't know. You just take it in little bites. Maybe it's the, maybe it's the way that we lay out the expectation when we're risking something or jumping into something that we're kind of like, ah, yeah. I could fail. So maybe it's the level of expectation that we put out there. Oh, I like that. On ourselves. Right. And on whatever it is that we're doing. Yeah. Huh. Okay, so you you took this big risk. You started there for it. You have had um, 11 conferences. Yep. Two of those have been in Rwanda. Mm -hmm. You're going to Uganda this summer. Yes. Let me rephrase that. We We are going to Uganda this (laughs) summer. Um, I told you that I would just, I'll just follow you to the ends of the earth, Tiffany, and here we are. Um, But tell us about the conference. I mean, I... Here's what I I want people to know that this is out there, mm-hmm. first of all, because I go every year and it saddens me that my daughter hasn't been, but there's something every year on the same weekend with our church group. I know. So you know this. And we've tried. And we, we've we're, tried to <laughs> schedule. You can't change it just oh, because of uh, the Austin Stone. But um, it is so amazing. And so I want you to tell us a little bit about the conference, what your heart is, and then even go into like what's happening this year at the conference. Yeah. So it is a two-day event. It's a Friday evening and all-day Saturday. And I like to say we bring in the best uh, talent speakers. And I'm not saying that because I'm there. I know. Yeah. Like God's favor has been on these women that speak God's truth over this next generation. Yeah. And our worship is amazing. And um, I think here's the thing. We have a group of 30 or so teen leadership girls. They're our teen board, and they give us relevancy. They, is that a word? Yeah. Uh, uh, They are the ones that lead and keep us relevant to what's going on in their lives and what they need to talk about and what they're struggling with. Which I want to stop you real quick. This is so good because I know you have a teen board. I know all those things, but I've never heard you say it like that. And it is this act of you saying, I want to start this. I probably, I have more resources than these teen girls do, more wisdom, more years, all the things. Mm -hmm. I can get these people. But you're going, hey, if we want to reach teenagers, we need to know what teenagers are struggling with yep. because Tiffany, you and I are not struggling no. with the same thing that the 15-year-olds are. And we don't have the cool factor anymore. <laughs> so, <laughs> we have lost it. Um, yeah. So they they speak into this whole event. Mm. I mean, down to what is a cool t-shirt design. Wow. I love but, it. Yeah. So they're telling us anxiety, depression, friendships is mm-hmm. one of the top things that these teens are struggling with. 
um, you know, sexual identity. So we bring together this buffet for them of the relevant topics. Mm -hmm. And each of this eight or so, eight or nine speakers speak to each of those topics. And literally... I think girls' lives are changed. We Mm. want them to have an encounter with Jesus. We want them to see God's word as true and right and relevant for their lives. I had a 70-year-old woman, I want to tell you the story, had a 70-year-old woman walk up to me last last week. She had served as a volunteer the weekend of Therefore a couple years ago, and she said to me, do you remember the year that the theme was worthy? She said, when I served and listened in to the conference that weekend, she goes, do you know that no one has ever told me that in my entire life? And that weekend serving you changed my life. And I'm like, whoa, wow, we do not want women to be 70 years old Mm. before they hear that they are deeply loved and Mm. valued by their father in heaven. So that's part of what drives me is Mm. these stories of get the girls in the room, let them know that they are not alone. Mm. They're all walking into that room, 1,500 of them in person, and they're each carrying something. Mm -hmm. It may not be the same thing that the girl sitting next to them is carrying, but they're carrying something that they need to feel like God sees and that he knows and he understands them. Mm. So that's the heart behind what we do. And it happens. Yeah, it does. What's your theme this year? Our theme is chosen, gen- chosen, chosen generation. generation from First Peter two yeah. nine. Yep. And then the second half of that verse is walking in the light of Christ. What does it mean to walk in the light of Christ? Mm. You know, who is it? Is it the same verse that says who brought you out of darkness into the marvelous light? Yeah, I think I'm preaching on the first part. You are okay. There, you I'm are. starting it. I'm sorry, Tiffany. Yeah, yeah. and and you are. You are sharing the gospel. I mean, yeah. And I think that's big, too, is that the gospel is clearly communicated mm. to these girls when they're with us. Yeah, which is so good because I grew up in church, and you're a pastor's wife, yeah. and I'm sure um, you see this to be true a little bit as well, as I think so many times um, in churches, and I, I want to say this in a very kind way because I love the church, and I think the local yeah, church is where God is moving. Um, sometimes it can be assumed that someone knows the truths right. of the gospel. Right. And so I love that you guys every single year are going to lay out the mm-hmm. gospel and not just start assuming everyone walking in yeah. um, is a non-believer. Um, well, I'm excited. If anyone wants to go, it's in February. Um, 24th and 25th. 24th and 25th, Fort Worth, Texas. Mm-hmm. And also live streamed around the world. We've reached you know girls in upwards of 30 countries. That's so crazy. Through our live stream. And the pandemic, thank you, Yeah, kind of pivoted us into that whole yeah, thing so yeah. that's fun we'll put links in the show notes but yeah. it's therefore gathering.com mm-hmm. therefore gathering.com there yeah. you go um highly 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 Thank recommend you. it for your teen girls selling smoothies is what i do but for small business insurance i chose my state farm agent he's a small business owner too so he knew how to help me personalize my policies like a good neighbor state farm is there talk to an agent today Hey, pet parents, are you searching for the perfect place for your dog to play? Check out Camp Bow Wow. Our safe and supervised doggy daycare and boarding ensures your pup gets the socialization they crave while giving you peace of mind. With our certified staff and clean and spacious facilities, your dog will have a blast making friends and staying active. Join the Camp Bow Wow pack today. Your first day is free. Visit us at CampBowWow.com. Franchise opportunities available. 
Thanks to Pine Cove Summer Camps for supporting the happy hour. I know that 2023 has only just begun, but this is actually the perfect time to start thinking about your kids' summer plans. My kids have loved their camp experience at Pine Cove, and here's why. Pine Cove Camps offers a safe place of belonging and community. It's a safe environment where campers often say that they felt free to be themselves without judgment for the first time. Campers have community as well as a shared foundation of gospel truth. Pine Cove Camps is a Christ-centered, others-focused, and seriously fun uh, camp with over 50 years of experience. Every kid is going to hear the gospel. They're going to see it lived out. Their college summer staff are amazing Christian role models that you will definitely want your kids to be around. Start a new summer tradition for your child at Pine Cove this summer with camp locations in Texas, Georgia, and South Carolina. Check out pinecove.com. Use the code HAPPYHOUR250 for $250 off a first-time overnight youth camp registration. So I want to talk about this. Is it okay if we talk about San Quentin? Yes. Okay. I didn't know if we could or not. Yeah, I think so. For okay. Sure. So I, you've been. Yes. So I you and I are going. In a couple weeks. In a couple weeks. After this will air, this comes out on the 20th. Yeah. Uh, we're going the early February. Yeah. The 9th. <laughs> yeah. Right. You know that I did jail ministry a long time and, ago. And me too. Yeah. Okay. To. One other thing I want to figure out in my life, and you and I can talk about this another time because you're so good for me, is I have gone through phases in the last couple of years of volunteering, pulling back because I get mm-hmm. too busy, volunteering, mm-hmm. pulling back. And it's just, I said, there are a couple of things I really miss in my life since I've started working more. One is a book club, which is so funny, but yeah. I miss a book club. I love my yeah. book club. Yeah. I was in it for years. Um, and I really miss serving. Yeah. And there's a part of me that's embarrassed to say that, like, we'll just go serve, you know, but seasons have just been harder. So I spent a lot of time at our county jail here, and I know you've done that as well. And so I can't tell you how excited I am and how honored I feel to be invited Mm -hmm. on this um, journey. But can you tell us, like, what are we doing? What I I literally am like, tell me as we tell the world. So I think this goes back to the whole risk thing and Mm -hmm. doing things outside the box or outside your normal day-to-day because i think right? what you're about to tell me is like <laughs> so like what you did what yeah and i mean i think you know why not why not why not stretch yourself and why not risk uh-huh. right okay so even this is so you i like <laughs> this is now that i know you i have zero surprise in me about what you're about to say okay so you want to know about san quentin so yeah. we show up and we go through like three no, wait time out i okay. want you to go i thought you were going to tell a story like how are you connected to bob goff oh i mean didn't you just like yeah reach out to him well so he's i did he coached me for a while okay and then we've just become great friends and he he thinks i think we think a a lot alike like we're like just do it just dream big like you know that's his whole mantra and yeah just get beyond yourself and do it uh so he he's a yes guy you know and i think he's taught me to just be a yes girl you uh-huh. know um yeah i asked him i just said hey you go to san quentin can i go, can with, I go you? with you <laughs> he's like come on so uh yeah he just worked that all out but that is a once in a lifetime. That is quite an experience that is life changing because I think a lot of people live in fear of, well, what if, what if, what if I get inside those walls of that state penitentiary and something goes crazy? But, right? Um, 
you get in and I will tell you that the sweetest, sweetest surprises happen. God is doing a work inside the that jail. Mm. And God is there and he's with those men and he is giving them purpose and he is giving them, um, he's equipping the people that serve and lead them there with tools so that when mm-hmm. they are outside mm-hmm. and, and done with their time, that they uh, they feel value and yeah. worth. Yeah. And it has opened my eyes, I think, to see people in a through Christ's lens. Mm. And I think that's that's the way God wants us to look at everybody, yeah. whether it's the gal that served me my tea at Burger Street yeah. or whether it's, you know, the person standing on the street corner or in the jail or wherever. I mean, that's the heart of Christ. Yeah. That's God. Yeah. And so, um, I don't know. I'm ex- yeah. I'm super excited and I I have said three times already in the show that I'm Enneagram six which is um, worst case scenario, I can be driven by fear and worry and anxiety. Yeah. But I'm also an Enneagram 6 who goes towards it. Yeah. Jaleesa you McCurry, do. you know her. Yeah. She works, she does stuff with Air Force. She's been on the show before. We're the same. Yeah. Like we're going to go towards our fear. Yeah. And so I love that about myself. I'm grateful. Uh, but when I, I had a couple of moments when I was at the jail here, mm-hmm. um, I was there for a couple of years and I know a couple of moments where I was walking and I just happened to be at the right time when there was changing of people moving mm-hmm, and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I got that fear. Yeah. And it's like a moment where I was able to like really lean into it and ask God like, okay, it's normal that I'm afraid because w- the people I'm walking next to yeah. are convicted of a crime. Yeah. But also God, will you help me just see this person as yeah. like, this is someone's son, this is someone's daughter, yes. this is someone's husband or wife. Uh-huh. And it transformed my life. It does. Like it, the fear still came sometimes. Yes, it does. And I, I feel like, should I be embarrassed of that? I don't know, but it just did um, because we're human. But don't you feel like the more that you face the f- your fears, the stronger you get? A hundred percent. When my boys were 19 months and four years old, we took them to Russia for the summer and spent an entire summer serving over there. And my friends thought I was absolutely crazy. How old were your boys? 18 months, 19 months old and four years old. Mm -hmm. And like, what are you doing taking your children to Russia? And yet that was a huge step of faith, but it changed me. Mm. And every time I step into the fear, I get stronger. Yes. So, I mean, we've done crazy things. We could go on and on. But that is like what people need to know. Yes. It's like it. That first step feels super, and maybe the second, third, and fourth, let's be honest, feels super scary. But then you get nine, 10, 12, and you look back and you're like, Look, A, I'm doing it. Yeah. And B, God, you're with me in this moment. And you're opening the first step. And you're going to be with me in the 35th step. And we will never know how God uses the ripple effect of just us moving into our fear to influence and challenge others yeah. in there, you know, stepping out. So I remember when um, I went to Haiti for the first time mm-hmm. and adoption was not on the radar at all through Haiti but I went to Haiti for the first time and my youngest deacon would have been almost one Mm -hmm. and I remember thinking what kind of mother leaves their baby at home to go to a third world country without her husband and it changed my whole life changed your life it changed my whole life and I got to the 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 how I got on the plane was I said I want my kids to see me not be afraid yeah and I I already told you I I feel a lot of fear well, but I want we my know. kids what about to, the, yeah, to not eight, see, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah, their mom living in fear. For sure. 
I was going to bring up the whole alien invasion um, thing up at the Oaks that we... Uh, oh, yes. <laughs> yes. We had an experience together at the Oaks. <laughs> and of course, everyone knew exactly what it was, but I created a scenario <laughs> that was way out of this world that I could have convinced you all of. I was like, the aliens are coming. <laughs> They're coming to take us over. Um, okay. I want to ask you this. How did you get to taking Therefore overseas? Because I get to experience oh, this Jamie. this um, summer. Yes. Um, with my daughter's story, which mm-hmm. I'm super excited. Yes, me too. Um, um, but where did that come from? So I'm a, I'm a real dreamer. Uh, we, and we couldn't tell. Yeah. <laughs> And I think it goes back to just posturing yourself to listen to the voice of God. And from the very, very beginning of Therefore, um, the Lord told me this is this conference is not just for girls in the States. It's for girls around the world. Mm-hmm. So I had that on my heart that God has a heart for the world mm-hmm. and for the nations. And um, probably a year in, he told me, it's crazy, very specifically, I want you to take this to Rwanda. And I went to my board and I said, hey, guys, I think we're supposed to take this to Rwanda. And they're like, we don't even know where we're going yet. Like, we <laughs> haven't even Rwanda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and yet, so their answer to me was really, I say it felt like a no, mm-hmm. but it was really a not yet. Yeah. And so I sat back and prayed. Which isn't bad. Right. Yeah. And um, I said, okay, Lord, if if you want this to be, then you're going to lead out on this one. And sure enough, a couple years into the doing the conference in, in the States, in Texas, um, the Lord, how he does in his beautiful ways, intersected my life with some people at Africa New Life. And, and the Holy Spirit worked, and the Holy Spirit was like... Uh, put me face to face with Pastor Charles at If Gathering. Wow! And I had never met him, mm-hmm. and um, I had had that dream on my heart, and essentially just said, "I'm going to tell you a dream I have." And he said, "Let's talk about it tomorrow morning." <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. You're so bold. Like I don't have that boldness. You say that I do. You she do. whispered that I do. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I do. Like I would have been so afraid. Uh, maybe I would. I don't know. I'm just. Know. I'm just so impressed yeah. always mm, with you. A listening to God and then saying like, I'm just gonna. What's it gonna hurt to ask yeah. Pastor Charles? Yeah. And I would have been like, Well, he might tell me no. Right. Right. <laughs> I like, know. Okay. Oh. Pastor Charles is amazing. He's yeah. been on the podcast before as well. Yeah. And I had been to Rwanda with yeah. Natalie and Africa New Life, yeah. and they do such They're great fantastic. work. And so um, this summer, yeah. It's not African New Life. No, it's uh, Katie Davis Majors Ministry Amazama mm. in Jinja, Uganda. Which she needs to be on. The, I mean, we've connected. Yeah. It's just a. It's just a thing. Yeah, yeah she's got a great new book mm-hmm. coming out. Too. Yeah. Um. So that. Uh, you know, and sometimes I think this is a great lesson: is that sometimes you can think you're running a certain direction, and that that is God's will, and yet He sometimes redirects. Mm-hmm. And I. I think just being aware and prayerful to be okay with that. Yeah. Uh, and he's given us this open door and this new opportunity there. Uh-huh. And we're excited to see what he's going to do there. I'm so excited. I've been to Ginger before. It's beautiful. Yeah. Uh-huh. I have been there before That's and awesome. it's so beautiful. I'm so excited. In 2020, I was walking through my neighborhood and I've been walking through the same neighborhood since 2015 mm-hmm. and never did I stop and think this. But I was walking through my neighborhood and we have a bunch of hills and um, I was walking up one of the hills and there's a sign there. It'd been there since I moved in, but I just noticed it 
you've seen the sign a thousand times as you've been driving. It just said limited sight distance. Mm. And it's going up a big hill and it says that. And it's just like, hey, you can't see all the way. And that's what I feel like so often stepping out in fear, doing what you feel God sensing, calling, Mm -hmm. talking to you about. But you literally can't see. You can't see. Around the hill. You can't see around the bend. And you just keep walking. The same way in a car. You don't stop when you see the sign. You just proceed with caution. You and know, that's and that's how I feel that therefore Rwanda, Uganda, San Quentin, the oaks that you have, the retreats, yeah. like everything just feels like that you're going, okay, I'll just keep going. It's faith, like you said. It is. It's faith. And one foot in front of the other and take the next best step. You know, the next step. What's the next step? Can you tell someone what the next step is? Huh. Or is that, I mean, like, I don't mean that jokingly. I mean, like, if someone were to say, like, Tiffany, I feel like God's asking me to do fill in the blank so what i've told people when they come to me with like i have this dream in my heart but i don't know how to get there or i don't know if it's the right thing i'm like sit down with somebody that you trust that you know is walking with the lord and that you trust their advice and their wisdom lob it out there Mm -hmm. to them and process it and get somebody to hold you accountable to at least take the next step what's the next you don't have to know the end of the line I think that's where we get stuck. Yeah. It's like, I want to know the answer. Yeah. It's like, God's going, I'm not going to give you the answer because there's a whole journey right. of getting there that I want to show you. Yeah. And that's part of growing deeper roots and growing our faith. And so just take the next step. I think the accountability thing is big uh-huh. because it's easy to hold a dream inside and then you get kind of frustrated, like nothing's happening, then nothing's happening. Mm-hmm. But when you really have someone that's going to say to you, um, hey, I'm going to ask you about this, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and you do that well. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> if you share something with Tiffany, she's going to ask you about it. <laughs> um, okay. I just cannot tell you how much I love you. And I'm Thank so you. proud I of all the things too. that you've done. And I love Therefore. And if you can get your girls there, you guys, it is so worth it. I can promise you that. Um, I want to ask you what you're reading. Yeah. But first, I want to ask you about your new children's book. Oh. <laughs> I don't have one. Mine's at home. Yeah. So I can't even show I a copy. Um, but tell us about this. So that was really started out as just a labor of love for my three-year-old granddaughter named June. Mm-hmm. And um, I had emptied my bucket list uh, in the last couple of years, and I needed to add another thing to my bucket list. Guys, listen, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I've emptied my bucket list. <laughs> so I love I like, you. I'll put a children's book on my bucket list for 2022. Okay, wait. I have just a few yeah, questions yeah, real quick. Yeah. Do you make a mass? Do you you have a massive bucket list for your life, or are you like this year? I'd like to do this because I have a couple of things. You heard me talk about this with Jackie on my mm-hmm, podcast. Mm-hmm. That I look and I've got, I have five years and literally five years, four months and two days before I turn 50. Okay. And I'm excited. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm excited the about 50s it. 50s are amazing. I'm really way. excited about my 50s. <laughs> um, but there is this sense of me of like, I have four years, four months and two days. <laughs> what am I going to do? <laughs> so do you make a big bucket list? I usually like to have about three things in my bucket list at a time. Okay, this is good. Yeah. That feels doable. It is doable. I don't want an overwhelming bucket list. I want a doable bucket list. I remember writing a bucket list when I was in my 30s and I was blogging. I think I had like 120 things on it. That's a joke. Oh, no, no, no. That's impossible. No, no. Yeah, no. Three. Three. Okay. Okay. Okay, I like this, Tiffany. Let me solve that. Okay. 
Um, so what was the I'm going to write my bucket list tonight. <laughs> okay. okay. I'm going to come up with three things. Okay. And I'll text you and tell you what they are. Perfect. Because you'll hold me accountable. Okay. I'm so glad. Um, I asked you why, why write a uh, book. Oh, and yeah. you said I had exhausted my bucket list <laughs> and I needed a new thing. Yes. And let me just say, and you know this, that writing a children's book is a lot more work than anyone it's would. It's hard. Ever. It's hard. Yeah. Um, but it was so rewarding and, um, it was just fun. It was a fun project and I don't know, I, now the pressure's on to do another one cause I've got a little grandson and well, I you have know. to, I'm just, I'm just saying, uh, or that grandson's going to grow up and be like, what do they yeah. call you? Baba. They ba- call me be like, Baba. Baba. Where's <laughs> what my does book? That mean? I don't know, but <laughs> yeah, I want to write a book book someday. So we'll see. Uh, that should be on your bucket list for sure. Yeah, okay. It, so you can get the book anywhere. On Amazon. Amazon. Yeah. Tell us the name. Amazon Prime. It's called The Curious June Bug and Her Wonderful Day. It's super cute. And it's all about just staying curious and asking questions and being watchful. And I mean, it's essentially a spiritual concept for littles. I love you know? it. So, I love it. Yeah. Um, I'm a yes mom with books. Mm. And so like if we're anywhere, it's it's always a yes for books if yeah. you want them. Yeah. And so I always think it's fun when people are yes kit books to their kids as well. And Thanks. so add this book to your library. Uh, what are you reading these days? Jamie wants to know. Jamie wants to know. We want to know what you're reading. So I just finished reading Alicia Britt Chili's book, Anonymous. I'm halfway through. I want to finish. It's uh, not, I told you I have 100 books I need to finish. Yeah. That's not really true, but that's one of them. It's great. And I, I, I have a lot of books going at one time, but that one was one that I read and have reread and reread my highlights. And it's all about Jesus's hidden years. And to me, it's pretty personal because what we were talking about earlier in the podcast, just God doesn't waste mm-hmm. those years that you are not out front or leading or mothering and I mean he just doesn't waste those yeah. and even in Jesus' life he was building in the buckets of experience that led to his public, public ministry, ministry yeah. uh, and so that was a significant book for me this last few months she's coming on the show soon yay I'm so excited you introduced me to her she was at a retreat that you put on and um, we're going to be talking about Lent she has a book mm, that is good. specifically for Lent that I'm going to go through this year and so she's coming on to talk about it that's fantastic I'm so excited yeah. um, she is I could listen to her talk for hours <laughs> and we were walking by the fish market in San Diego yep. yep and I introduced myself to her and she said I can't even do her sweet voice but she said so tell me what is your assignment right now Wow. And I I wrote it in my journal because I literally was so taken aback. Uh She didn't ask me what I did. She didn't ask Mm. me my marital status. She didn't ask me how many kids I had. Like, it makes me get a little teary-eyed because she literally was like, like, what's the assignment God has you on right now? And I'll never forget that. So I love her so much. I'm so excited. Um, Okay, I was going to say about a book I'm reading. Yeah. I told you earlier, I'm in the middle of a lot of books. Same. And my goal this year, it, do you have a goal for reading? <sighs> I mm, No. Okay, do you want I one? I think you should make sure one. give me one. <laughs> I'm not going to give you one. You can hold me accountable. Um, around the first of the year, um, someone was talking on Instagram about their goal for reading. And mm-hmm. they said 50 books. Oh. And I read a lot of books in a year because of my job. But a lot of those books I'm skimming. I'm, you know, I'm not like mm-hmm. diving in, mm-hmm. underlining. And so I'm not going to count those. Okay. And I'm going to do 50 this year. Wow. 
Yeah. You know, I always ask you, how do you get all that reading done? Like seriously, because you are always, well, always. I'm often always reading for work, Yeah, you know? Yeah. And so like last night I was reading a book in bed that I'm interviewing today after you. Okay. And so I'm like reading her book. I didn't read every page. I picked a couple chapters. Yep. You know, so I'm not yep. going to count that. Yeah. Okay. Previously, I would count that. And I'd be like, I read 120 books this year. Uh, I'm going to do 50. That's amazing. I'm going to try. Anyhow, the book I'm reading right now is called Like Do, D-E-W, Your Youth, Growing Up with Your Teenager. So I finished the first chapter. I've only read one chapter and I'm highlighting so much. Um, How did you choose this book? I think, honestly, I think a couple months ago, we've had some hard years. We have teenagers. I think every parent is like, yes. Yes. So parenting teenagers is hard. And it's not because your teenagers are bad. It's just because you're parenting teenagers. That's what I say all the time. Yeah. Uh, And I think I went online and I was like, Christian books Mm -hmm. about parenting Mm -hmm. teenagers. Mm -hmm. I'll read you this real quick. It said, at the very time in life, young adulthood, when it is most easy to suppose that we are in control, that's parents within our 30s, 40s, or 50s, that the world owes us a living, that through our education and training, we have reduced our environment to something manageable. At this time, God gives us a child to restore our sense of creaturehood, our own sense of being a child of God, so we may experience a renewal of the prerequisite condition for entering the kingdom of God. Wow. He basically is like... You get into your 30s, 40s, 50s, you got a teenager, you think life is good. I can now coast. That's, yep. (laughs) And Eugene Peterson is like, actually, God wants you to be a child again and need him so deeply. So deeply. So teenagers, parents of teenagers. I really like it. I really like it. Um, Tiffany, thanks for coming on the happy hour. Thank you for having me. I will it's see been you. A joy. I will see you in San Quentin, <laughs> and I will see you at Therefore. And I'm so excited. And yeah. if and all the things, all the places, yes. I'll see you. Love you a lot, Love Jamie. You, too. you guys, I'm so grateful that my friend Tiffany got to come to the studio and talk about all the ways that she's been finding God to be faithful in the chasing of her dreams, um, all the ways that she's leaning into Him. And I just hope that it was an encouragement to you. I'm super excited that I get to go with her this summer to Uganda to do a Therefore Teen Gathering in Uganda. How amazing is that? Um, if you would love to get more information about this teen gathering, go to there, the number four, gathering.com. That's there, T-H-E-R-E, the number four, gathering.com. Uh, this conference is February 24th and 25th. There are our in-person tickets available. Also, you can purchase live stream tickets as well. The Happy Hour with Jamie Ivey is a production of Ivy Media Podcast. Executive produced by Jamie Ivey, produced by Lindsay Sweeney, edited by Angie Elkins, art by Jen Jet Barrett, original music by Matt Graham, and I'm your host, Jamie. Have a happy hour with a friend. Jake from State Farm here, hanging out with Mel's Mowing Grow. Mel chose State Farm for small business insurance because his local agent is a small business owner, too. So she knew how to help him personalize his policies. And now he's rolling in the green. Like a like a good neighbor. Guys, I'm trying to do the line. Oh, sorry, Jake. It's all good. Like a good neighbor. State Farm is there. Talk to an agent today.